0: And now, NAI Pop presents a unique show where two dads talk about the topics that interest them sports, wrestling, and a splash of pop culture information to help them survive in a world of wives and kids. Now, please welcome your hosts professional wrestler and new dad, Scotty Slade, and retired executive and seasoned dad, Jamie Jamakowski. Welcome to For the Pops on the NAI Pop Network.
1: You are listening to For the Pops on the NEI Pop Network. This is episode 14, and since we're talking about 14, Jamie, 14's a number for somebody that I like to consider one of the greatest baseball players of all time. He's a gambler, a wheeler, a dealer, should be in the Hall of Fame. Pete Rose, so this episode is dedicated to the one and only... Heat Rose. Well, technically,
2: he is in the Hall of Fame, isn't he? Is, is he he's not dead, either. No. Dedicating it to well, him? He's in the what? WWE Hall of <laughs> Fame. He's in the right? oh, WWE Hall of Fame. Is right? he? in the Celebrity yeah. Wing? He's yeah, in he's the Celebrity not, Wing. He's not in the
1: MLB Hall of Fame. No, no I, know, I know that. Okay, yeah, right, I'm, right, right. I'm talking about the one that
2: matters, the <laughs> WWE oh, Hall of Fame. Right, right. No, the one that matters is the Chaotic Wrestling Hall of Fame. That's true. And, and you know, I, I keep saying that keep looking forward to a Cold Fury 18. There might be a special inductee at Cold Fury 18. Scotty Slade? No, 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 I don't think he's achieved the career highlights I of somebody else in the room. Oh,
1: my God. Speaking of somebody else in the room, yes. Jamie, I don't think there's anybody better to introduce our guest today than somebody who I know will be inducted into the NEI Hall of Fame <laughs> this year than Jamie J. Mikowski. So, well, Jamie,
2: do you want to introduce our guest? Well, I'm hoping that that's going to be part of our show here today. Is this going to be the <laughs> special announcement? <laughs> I don't waiting. know. Liam's
0: pretty hard with the... Uh, no active talent being in the Hall of Fame. What is what is
2: that? So I have to retire first? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand how this works. This is crap. But yeah, Scotty Slade called it that. I'm I'm petitioning to be in the NAI Hall of Fame. Every year I get passed over. I am the Pete Rose um, of the NAI. I think okay. I think they're probably wait what, wait wait. You're the Pete Rose of any? Are you betting against? Well, it's it's no secret that yes, I place many bets on the success of one member of the NAI podcast of being more successful. And achieving more and winning more than all the others, mm-hmm. and ironically, that's our guest here today. Oh, all right. Who is, nice is, transition. Yeah, thank you. Who, as Scotty's referred to him as the Dean Ambrose of the NAI crew. I'm the crazy one. Hey, yes, no, yes. We, have, no, we, have, not we have crazy. We you have you Bill the, Neville the
0: with loo- us. Crazy because I wrestle in
2: jeans. No, the loose cannon, the one that uh, uh. you're know, like the wild card. Okay. And I Bill, like that. Bill was on our very first podcast because mm-hmm. we recorded it in his studio. But this is the first time we've really been able to have Bill here. Yeah, and he
1: never won a pop
2: quiz, Never one. I think
1: he did. I, I thought you thought I won did, the first right? one. No.
2: Did you go back and listen?
1: I won the first one. Did
2: you go back and listen? Yes. No, you did not. You lie. <laughs> yes. You lie. I don't believe it's you. A lie. We're
1: basing this off of that one A time lie. we were at the NEI Studios. Yes. Where I won because of the Szechuan Szechuan. Szechuan. <laughs> the sexual Szechuan sauce. sauce. Yeah. So, no. Uh, Bill, I don't know if you remember, did Bill partake in that? Uh, yeah, I did. Definitely. I know that, like, Chris was all over the place, but
2: I, no, I won that one, Jamie. I'm sorry, who? The, there's, there's no Chris on the NAI. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's <laughs> why I've been banned from the NAI Hall of Fame, if you want to know the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of some drunken indiscretions oh, yes. in Florida yes. uh, for WrestleMania. Not no, that that's I, fine. Not that it anything. It just, you know, I mean, I'm it's
0: going to get out anyway. Everybody knows that Seth Rollins is Colby Lopez.
2: <laughs> that was awesome dead air. I literally had no idea what we were talking about for a minute there.
1: I didn't realize that was his name. All right, that's good. You didn't know that? No. I learned something there. day. I'm writing that one Is down. Is that his real
0: name? Yeah. It's Colby Lopez. Wow.
1: Everybody knows that The Undertaker's Mark Calloway. Well, that one I knew. That one that one I knew. That was like, uh, so speaking of that reference, one time I dislocated my thumb, and I'm at the emergency room, and so he's like, how'd this happen? I explained that it was because of wrestling. He was like, oh. I used to work on this guy Mark. Do you know him? Ah, uh, wrestles as the Undertaker. Oh, <laughs> that's so funny. Did, did you immediately say adult? Yeah, <laughs> was, it, was it adult Mark? But I don't want to. I don't want to get off topic. We've got Bill in the house, and normally what we do is when we get a third rotating guest, we like to, you know see what's going on with them. And so Jamie, looking at the notes here, the, the Bill's got a lot going
0: on. A lot going on.
2: He is. He is. Not only is he the the best on-air personality (laughs) on the NAI, he's probably the most interesting guy outside of, of the podcast.
0: Yeah, especially with the uh, the new Twitch stuff going on, I have to kind of talk even less than I used to on the, the NAI show because there is so much going on, switching slides and cameras and all sorts of stuff while we're doing the
2: show. So, um, Well, Jason must be excited. Yes. That's more airtime for him Yeah, now. right. <laughs> oh, my
0: goodness. Yeah, he, he already had about 75%. Now he's got 78 Oh, my goodness.
1: That's good. <laughs> so that means you only come he back He got my great. 3%. All All right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But no, 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 tell tell us a little bit, because it's, you and I kind of stumbled upon this. Yeah. You do a lot of, like, PA announcing and announcing for local teams. Now, where'd you start that?
0: Uh, My first ever gig, and I don't know if you guys are familiar with 98.5, the sports sub, but uh, Sarge, Mike Riley, he and I go way back, we were friends we started uh, at wei together years ago and uh, he was doing the pa announcing stuff and then i told him i wanted to get into it but i didn't know how and he recommended me for a gig at stonehill college i started doing their basketball games um so that's where i got started there back in like 2010 or 11 and i guess word of mouth and uh setting out demos and recommendations and whatnot, it started growing into more and more schools. And I was doing stuff with Harvard. I was doing stuff with uh, um, Emerson College. And then it grew into... Um, I was asked to go to Merrimack College because uh, John this guy John Dolan, who was the backup for the Patriots, uh, was doing the Merrimack College hockey games, and he was leaving because he was getting a ton of gigs doing backup for the New York Knicks. So they were bringing him down to... Do stuff for them hmm. a lot because the the announcer for the Knicks was getting sick um so Dolan recommended me for the gig and I sent a demo and went up for a tryout and they gave me the the, the men's hockey games and the women's hockey team didn't exist at the time when I was up there um, and then the last two seasons they've had a women's team too so I've been doing a couple of women's games when they have the back to backs on so Saturdays you to tell me that
1: they didn't have a women's division until Bill got on board yep that's right then they knew yep that they needed to add it. That's, that's right.
2: That's how much of a ladies' man Bill that's is. That's right. He, he, puts, he puts women's asses in seats. That's what he does.
0: <laughs> I like it. Um, so, yeah, I do the, all the Merrimack games I can do with my schedule uh, for the men's games. And then the women's games, I'll do the back-to-backs when they have, like, a 3 o'clock and a 7 o'clock on a Saturday. Um. So and then I tried out for the Manchester Monarchs up in New Hampshire. Oh wow! Um, and they gave me their backup gig as well. Oh, cool! So I've been doing four or five games a season up there. Uh, how long have you been doing that one? That is, I would just finish my fifth season. Oh wow, that's that's very cool. Yeah. So that's a, that's a lot of fun. Being in the the big arena atmosphere mm-hmm. is so much better than being in a small college arena. It just you, you kind of feel it more. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the way I look at somebody who would wrestle, I guess, in like a 100, 200-seat venue, and then oh, goes and wrestles careful. in front of 5,000 people, and it's got to feel different, right? Yeah. Well, Slade, do you know about one of those? Yeah. Have you <laughs> done both? No, you've no, done no, both. No. I wasn't yeah, supposed yeah, to be yeah, a no, shot. No,
2: no, 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 no.
1: Uh, I actually don't remember the attendance of... Uh, when I wrestled for WWE, because the crowd was just so loud. Oh yeah, you know the Ryback like, thing. Yeah, it was probably like six hundred thousand or something like that.
2: What was your name? Were you Millard Fillmore? Or uh, Willard Willard Fillmore, <laughs> the dead or yeah. whatever it was. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah what
1: the. what was what was right? Yeah, he was. Um, I was Willard Fillmore, and he was Rutherford P. S. Hayes. That's, that's awesome, but that's <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how many people are tremendous in that, in that place. So you're doing all this PA announcing, like mm-hmm. in your head. What is like the dream? The dream end goal. One of the big four. Uh, be the Red Sox, Bruins, Patriots, or Celtics. Do you have um, a preference on, like, if, if all of a sudden a catastrophic event happened and
0: all four <laughs> opened up and they go,
1: Bill, <laughs> you get to pick which one?
2: Um,
0: <laughs> How'd you make this sad? <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think in, uh, in order, I would go Bruins first because I love doing hockey. It's my favorite sport to do. Uh, and then I would do basketball, then football, then baseball. Um, football is really hard, though unless you have what's called a spotter, where there's a guy that sits next to you with a pair of binoculars and kind of watches out for what's going on so he can see better than you and yeah, kind of relays be, information. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you wouldn't get the play-by-play in, but that's okay. No, no. But uh, having a spotter is super important for football because you're so far away from the action. Like, at least in hockey, you're rink side and you can literally see everything going on. But uh, when you're doing football... You have like a 30 second window where you have to report on the, um, if it was a completion or an incompletion, by who to who, um, a running play, and who made the tackle in a 20 to 30 second window to report it to the crowd, which is really, really hard. Would you ever want to make the transition from like live
1: sports announcing to like televised? Sports announcing? Like do
0: play-by-play? Yeah.
1: I've never done play-by-play
0: before. Would that be something that you'd want to get into down the road? Uh, I'd like to try it at least once to see if I like it, but I, it's I mean, so much... I you could always start with golf. Well, <laughs> yeah. Golf play-by-play would be pretty pretty fun. It would be fun. You get to go It'd to those fun. amazing
2: courses and... Yeah, speaking but, of courses... But wait, wait, hold on. Before we get started, because I have a <laughs> follow-up question. Calm down. I have yeah. a follow-up question on that. Oh, rolling right so, into it. I, you were, I saw what you were doing. Like, how much knowledge do you have to have... Because now you're doing revs games, aren't you? Correct. Do you know anything
0: about soccer? Oh yeah, I've, I was. Uh, I did the Boston Breakers women's pro team for five years.
2: So how much, like, so how much knowledge do you have to have about the sport itself?
0: Not that much. Okay. You just need to. You need to get there early. You need to get uh, like lineup sheets. You need to get a pronunciation guide because soccer names can be insane. There's a lot of guys from Europe and and Africa, and, and it's just some of the names can be so. So you got to be there and prepare the the names and the pronunciation guides and whatnot. But other than that, you just need to know the basic rules. Um, you need to report on Soccer's the easiest one by far. Mm-hmm. Um, when I do revolution games, there's a ton of stuff pregame which is all scripted. It's all the stuff okay. they do on the field. It's like the one of the things they do is the ocean spray kick, where there's like a um, they set up this big sign in front of the in front of the net and they let some kid out on the field and he has to kick it over the sign but into the net. For a prize. All right. Um, So that's all scripted. You have to do that. And then um, there's military reads and all sorts of fun stuff like that. And then the game starts, and all you really have to know is um, goals, if there's a red or a yellow card, who it was on, uh, what minute it was in. And then um, at the end of the first half, you just have to report how much stoppage time there's going to be. It's nothing crazy. So I have a
2: question for you. Yeah, what's the difference between a red card and a yellow card in soccer? <laughs> yellow card is like a warning. Red card is you're out of the game. Come okay. oh, you didn't know that? I sort of knew, not really. Like I
1: don't, I don't know how many yellow cards you get, but I just Me know once that red That's card like goes how up, many people lose you you their mind. V-
0: you get one. You oh, okay. get one yellow card, and then you get a red card. Okay. Um, so basically, you almost never see a red card right away, unless it's something super egregious, like the guy from Italy years ago that headbutted the guy in the middle of the field in the World Cup. Mm-hmm. He got an immediate red card and was kicked out of the game. Okay. But usually, it's, it's like a, an egregious slide tackle or somebody like pulling down a jersey or something like that that'll get you a yellow card. And if you do it again, you get a red card.
2: So now I have to ask, because um, everybody has a story. Uh-huh. What's the most embarrassing thing you've done on a live mic at a oh, game like geez. that? Oh, um,
0: jeez. OK, so uh, I would say probably there was a Manchester Monarchs game a couple of years ago. And I don't know why, but the, the first read, literally the first read, was... It was about drunk driving. So it says, uh, you plan to come to the game tonight. Why not plan ahead and have a sober a or, or sober driver or something like that? Okay. So I started the read and just stuttered so badly and had to stop and like compose myself. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it started. It was like, you plan ahead. You plan ahead. And then I had to stop, and it was just like, wow. OK. But luckily, there was no... There's really no one in there even when you do that first read because right. it's like 40 minutes before an ECHL hockey game. Okay, so it wasn't that embarrassing, but to me, I'm kind of a perfectionist. Sure. So it, now, do you interact with the teams at all, or is it mostly you're up with the with the broadcast crew? With the it crew? depends on the sport. Uh, okay, for hockey, I'm ringside, so I'm yep. right next to the uh, the scores and in between the penalty boxes, um, and. There's uh the referees, we interact with them a lot, but not the teams. Um for soccer for, for Gillette Stadium, I'm way up. Um if you're looking not, not the side where the lighthouse is, but okay. the other side. I'm up in like a press box to the right of the banners. Okay, yeah, yep. So I'm up in that I'm up
2: in that area up there. Those so. are the five Newland Patriot championship banners he's talking about, in mm-hmm. case you were wondering, Slade. Okay. Just letting you know. All right. What fan of uh all of them. What team is Scotty a fan of? Oh, we're, we're going to talk about Scotty Slade's <laughs> fandom at some point today. Don't I, I guarantee, you worry I guarantee about, <laughs> we'll talk about what we'll my talk favorite team is. Fandom I'm always at some curious point how
0: today. you guys figure out other teams to be a
2: fan of. Like, why is Brian Malone a Steelers fan? It drives me cr- well, his goes back to, I think, when he was a kid, his dad was a Steelers fan. Uh-huh. And because uh, he's a Steelers fan, his brother Jimmy is a Dolphins fan. Right. <laughs> but it came down to, like, something, and I want to say it might have been uh, Brian because of his dad but I want to say Jimmy because like when he was a kid his mother bought him like a Dolphins jersey when he was a kid it was like the jersey he had so he just became a okay. a Dolphins fan. I don't know why he'd stay a Dolphins fan. I mean I'd jump shit by now. Yeah, right. But uh, The famous story is a few years ago at the Super Bowl when it was the Niners and the Ravens
1: Oh you're stealing my spot all right, but that's not so, it. you know,
2: It's guy. It's Niners Ravens we're all talking about it one night at, around the wrestling crew and you know we asked, we asked Slade, you know, who is he cheering for? And his answer was, "Well, uh, I like both of them. I'm cheering for both teams. That's not because the they're answer. both my favorite that's team." Not the what was the answer? You are totally putting words no. in my mouth. So they're both his favorite team.
1: That's not true. It's just taken out of context. Okay. So San Francisco 49ers are my favorite team. So growing up, I saw Joe Montana win the Super Bowl when I was about six years old. Huge Jerry Rice fan okay we'll cover a lot of this stuff in our second segment sure so i've always been a niners fan then once in like my teenage years i had an admiration for the baltimore ravens okay um especially like the ray lewis jamal lewis era Ugh. okay so uh in football it's it's very easy to follow an nfc and an afc team because once playoff times hit, they're never clashing unless it the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So once they hit, it was the Scotty Slade Super Bowl. Okay, The gotcha. fact that my right, AFC fair. and my that's NFC fair. team... So when people ask me, well, who am I rooting for? It was the Niners. The problem was is, it wasn't as... It would be one of those things like, well, if they had to lose... At sure. least it was to the
2: Ravens. I get it. You know what? I that
1: think, somehow morphed into. Of course, I'm a fan of
2: 2016. Everything, please. There are certain things that are said about me that aren't true because once I mentioned I like a Broadway show tune, and next thing that's gotten you know changed But like I remember growing up, my uh, my best friends they she moved here from Indiana, and they were huge Bears fans, and this was mm-hmm. post '86. You know, when the Bears were still good, and the Patriots were just horrific. Mm-hmm. So I became a modified Bears fan, and I, I always said, you know, if, if the Bears ever met. The, the Patriots in the Super Bowl, that we'd all get together because I would be excited. I'd want the Patriots to win. Sure, but I'd be happy for the yeah, Bears to There's to be there. no
1: one on this planet that if there comes a point where you get so invested in a sport that you don't have enough appreciation for the sport that there has to become that secondary team. It just happens. So when Brian Malona stands there and says, it's just the Steelers and only the Steelers, now he's full of crap. Right. Okay? right. There's another team he just doesn't want to tell anybody about that he still pulls for. Except when they play the Steelers, right? That, that's fair. Yeah.
2: That's fair. So that's how that came about. Yeah. Sorry. No, that's okay. That's that's that, sure. That, that, no, yeah. that, that, That's what I guys, was always curious. No, I actually said to Slade that you know most of our topics today came from text groups I have with certain people. Just, sure, these are like literally the conversations we have to to to, to kill time and, and talk about you know. But no, I've always been a I've been a Boston fan, born and raised here. Same here. So. I'm kind of a Boston sports shill. Yeah, I mean I like the I, I like the Red Sox. Red Sox are my team, even though they were not the team that got me into baseball. No, of the big four bill. Which you which is your favorite. Uh if they were all four at the same time, which one do you watch? Hmm. I would say Patriots one A, Bruins one B. Okay. Slayton? Uh, hey, I know you, you can go to the others, so I know you're not.
0: No, no. Baseball through and through. So baseball through and through. Yeah. So baseball's my last. Really? Yeah. And and it used to not be, but I, I always say this, I think... Seven-year-old me would hate thirty-one-year-old me because. Um, Can't wait till we
2: get the technology that that conversation exactly. Happen. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, what was that movie? Do you it'll, ever see that movie? it be the first time seven-year-old Jamie ever curses. What the fuck happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: you're grounded, me. There's like a movie where like a guy talked to his younger self over like a CB radio or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. You
1: know uh, what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. And then they were like putting things in like uh, cubby holes in the house
2: yeah. so that yeah. we could go
0: and find it. Uh, I, right. I was
2: thinking the the other one, the Disney movie, Bruce was the kid. Oh, jeez. I love that movie. <laughs> I cry at that one, too. Do you? Every time. Are you a crier? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Did man, you see Coco? Oh, I'm on a plane. Did, did you, I'm like, on a plane. cry over Coco? Have, have you seen Coco, Slade? No. I'm on a plane watching Coco, full-on sobbing. <laughs> and where we were sitting, <laughs> oh, we, you know how man. you have the individual monitors? Yeah, yeah. So I'm flying. It was just uh, Nikki and I were traveling alone. It was a spring, spring break. And we're traveling alone, and she's watching something else. Next thing you know, she looks over at me, and I am full-on oh, sobbing. My point, you B- can see the
1: look of her. if you like, listen to, like, past shows, I would say at least half the time, Jamie's telling some story
0: oh, about how he's just crying. Sobbing. That's hysterical. Profusely. Oh, it's horrible.
1: It makes me so uncomfortable. Why, like, that much?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sobbing.
2: Oh, my God. Sobbing. <laughs>
0: Co- Coco was the one that did it for me for the first time in a long time. I oh my, yes. I was openly weeping. Yes. Yeah. In, I have a the bunch of them. Oh yeah, I have a bunch of them.
1: Of course, <laughs> <laughs> I'm an emotional fella. Yeah, he could have been emotional if you put Sky Slade over for the heavyweight title.
2: Anyway, um, oh, wow. So as you were saying, oh, so uh, my my follow up question on that is, of the four sports, yep. okay, and this is, which would you, which is your favorite to go to live? Bruins. Bruins, yeah, baseball. I, I I like baseball life.
1: Like I could. The problem with me is I could literally watch uh, Kansas City Royals when they stunk versus the Pittsburgh Pirates interleague play, and I'd watch it start on to TV. Yeah. Oh, I'd see, ask, like that was my follow up. Ray would get MLB TV, oh, and God, so you no. send me the like literally. No, nope. we would just watch the most random games straight. No, I can't do it. That was
2: going to be my follow up question. Like football. Uh huh. I'll, like I'll watch. Like you, better you said, I'll watch football's better on TV. Football is actually. Miserable live. Yes, we had we had a friend who used to have great tickets. They were amazing tickets at Gillette. And it's like a 12-hour day to get there. because mm-hmm. Well, Gillette sucks anyways. Let's, yeah. so let's put that out to get there. To make, to, to make it worth it, you got to go tailgate. Right, exactly. But it's a 12-hour day, and it's you don't realize he's sleeping from his morning breakfast. Yeah, Seriously, <laughs> you know, please. <laughs> this, the, the, these eggs are so good. Oh, please. Uh, it was a Sunday. The staff had to get up early to well, make me breakfast. With his money, the places he terrible. eats, they probably are <laughs> yeah. that good. No, you know. The staff had to get up early. It was terrible. It takes them away from their family. Now I get it. Anyway, early. you asshat. Um <laughs> But then there's so much dead time. Oh, yeah. Like, you don't realize how much time is filled on TV until yep. you're sitting there live. Yep. And then even, like, the action, there's not, like, when you're watching a running back. In a three-hour game, there's
0: a statistical fact that the ball is moving yeah. for 11 minutes. That's crazy.
2: Whereas baseball, though, if you said to me, what, what, what do I want to go see live? Baseball. Now, that I could go to, you know, like you said, <clears> I could go to a, a Pirates Kansas City game and watch it live just because I like being in a baseball stadium.
0: Well, at baseball, you don't really have to pay attention to it, though. Because when you go to baseball, it's, it's yep. kind of just happening around you. It's more of a social event now to go to Fenway than it is to go watch a game. That's fair. But when you go to... Uh, you Pink
1: uh, Cat Fairweather fans. <laughs> Don't get started
0: on
2: that. I'm
1: sitting here with a mini golf pencil writing down every statistical stat.
2: <laughs> Filling out a score sheet. <laughs> yeah. And I, I actually think I think, I think think hockey's better live than it is on TV. Yes. Oh. So, yeah. oh, so yeah. if, oh, yeah, if that, I'm talking live, mine would go... If I was going to say, what do I want to see live? It goes... Baseball, hockey, basketball, football. Okay. I think hockey could would dominate
1: as a
0: sport if they could figure out a better way to produce yeah. it on television. A glowing
2: blue puck. If they had a glowing blue puck so
0: I could find it. Don't, that don't rewind to Fox in 2004. That, that just Remember they had crazy. the laser puck? Yeah, that's oh, exactly that what I'm talking about. glowing blue puck. It was awesome. That was, yeah, was terrible.
1: The, that was like uh, the old video
2: games. Yes. It's like Wayne Gretzky's 3D oh,
1: hockey. Yes. <laughs> we just
2: shoot the guy right through the, uh, yep. the goal. Yep. And then underratedly, you know what sport I hate live? His golf. Yes. I've gone to a few golf tournaments. Yes, they suck.
0: Unless you get uh, a seat at a certain spot on like a par three, right? It's terrible. Yeah, I was at I was at a, a golf um,
1: tournament. It, a tournament, thank you. And um, the ball landed on this guy's foot, <laughs> <laughs> and so are we talking about Happy Gilmore <laughs> <What's that>? here? <laughs> and the, it, where where it laid, the guy had to play it. Well, it was where it lies. It was intense. <laughs> Was
0: what was his name, by the way?
1: I can't, I can't remember. But later on, what you that, his later head? on that day, this structure just.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I hate you both. I couldn't commit. I think it was Mr. Larson, right? <laughs>
1: no, that guy was driving on the field. I believe that's kept Mr.
0: Kilmores. Chuck us. That's all I can remember. Oh,
2: my God. I hate you both. <laughs> oh, that was... I, I lunch shooter Red all, lobster on me? Here, I'm all excited. <laughs> I'm all excited. Slade's actually going to tell a golf store. like, this is great. <laughs> and then, no, he goes into Happy Oh, Gilmore. my God. Oh, man. That's Bri- amazing. Brian is much better at that than I am. I yeah. can't I remember years ago, uh, so 10, 20 years ago, I remember the Ryder Cup was in Boston. Yep. My my dad and I got passes, and fortunately, we were invited. That was 99. And we were watching, and we we're like, so many people... And the problem with that one is, at least if it's a real tournament, you have the, the whole field spread out. Mm-hmm. So... Ryder Cup. There are only so many pairings, right? So you have all those fans compacted yep. on like six holes. Miserable. My father looks at me. He goes, "This sucks." We went and sat in the Bank of America. Like they had the uh, the what do you call it? The tents, the courtesy tents, the Jamie seats. Yeah, we went and sat there. <laughs> but wait, it gets yeah. worse. And uh, so we're sitting there next to Carlton Fisk. That is the most. If I was a rich girl, spot <laughs> right there. So- if so we sat there next to Carlton Fisk, and even Carlton Fisk was like, yeah, it was too hot out there. That sucked, so I came in yeah. here. So it was nice. Oh, my like, God. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's good. I'm happy for you. Which, which um, you know, and I know we have to go to break in a second, but uh, that was probably my second favorite tournament I've ever been to. First golf tournament I've ever, my favorite one I've ever been to, was when mm-hmm. Bill and I competed in. Uh, yes. Where I think we came in nice second tease. place. Thanks to. Why didn't you come us? in first? Because we both chose the worst day to Very have our shady. worst day yes. on a golf course. Uh-huh. Neither of us Bill, – Bill admittedly made more better shots than I did. I was, I was horrific that day. Were you nervous? Is that what it was?
0: No. It was just, I just had a bad day. I, was, I, hadn't, I hadn't played in a while, probably like four or five months.
2: And we're talking about last year. Uh, we went down to New Orleans for WrestleMania, and we got, we got into the WrestleMania. Every year they do a charity golf tournament. Right. And we played last year. And in our, in our foursome, it was the two of us. It was... The most annoying guy on the planet. Yeah, well, there, there was the corporate guy, the older guy. He yeah, was yeah. fine. Yeah. Then our, our, our WWE partner was... Um, Baron Corbin. Was Baron Corbin. And then, ironically, though, later on in the in the, the, nine, the nine holes, we got a fifth member of our team. Pat Patterson joined our oh foursome for some reason. That's awesome. It was awesome. And then... Was it, though? Yeah, what, then what we had... The, what other people then we were had, floating around at that thing? Um, Mark Henry.
0: Yeah, Mark Mickey Henry. James. Fandango. Tyler Breeze. Um, Mickey James and JoJo and, Mickey James and, JoJo. and uh, Mark uh, Henry Alicia Fox. Golds.
2: Yep. Um, I'm
0: trying to think who else. Um,
2: Mark Henry Goffs. Uh, did you say Dana Brooke? Dana oh, Brooke, Yeah. I'm trying to think who else. Mojo Rollins. Mm, that, yeah, gee, they won. He'll, he will forever be our enemy. Because the prize was, it was those really high-end WWE title belts. And if Bill and I had even played half to our regular ability that day, we yeah. would have won. We played terrible and we lost by one. But the whole thing was gimmicked. Like there was a money in the bank hole where they put a ladder with the, with a the briefcase in the middle of the fairway and if you hit the briefcase you got to move your ball up another 100 yards. And then there was one hole where they had remember they had the longest driver guy mm-hmm. and and Corbin and Corbin oh, the outdrove him. That guy that guy was at the uh, the tournament I went to. But they had this guy and then Corbin outdrove him because <laughs> yeah. he's just a monster. Yeah. And then yeah, Pat Patterson um joined us and I've met Pat like no less than a dozen times. There's a story that I'll tell on another day when I've been in, in the old CTC with Pat and three other people, met him a number of times. He is the biggest worker that he just doesn't like to talk to people. Yeah. So I had to keep going. Story. This is very selective you hearing. Can, you can ask Bill, and Bill's like, oh, you know, I want to meet him and get a picture. I'm like, all right, let me talk to him. It was like, I talk, bring up topic one about people we know, nothing. Bring up topic two, people we know, staring away, from nothing. Me. Finally, I turned to him, I'm like, uh, hey, Pat, do you, uh, you still own a place at Saddlebrook? which was this random place that Bull, he used who to I own. I have owned a place in Saddlebrook. That, that's what breaks him out of his shell. It was this old, like, basically, retirement community in Tampa where my dad had a place. So all, I finally dropped the word Saddlebrook. Now Pat's my best friend, and now I'm allowed to talk to him. But up until then, Bill was right there. I was like, I brought up Mike Hollow. Nothing. painful. I brought up The Rock. Nothing. Just no selling me. Like, never before. Brought like, up The Rock. I'm like, what a good segue. I'm like, all right, you bastard. I'm, I'm going to get to you. You
1: know that guy they call The Rock?
2: Well, no, that's who I was there at the CTC with. Yeah, oh, him see. And, yeah, but no, nothing until finally I bring up you know. How come my, there's my, no photos of that? I have one. I'll put one up. Yeah, but how come they weren't on the wall? You I should... took it down when I left. No, but I was. I was. Yeah, there the was CTC. one. There was one of it was me, uh, another old chaotic wrestling partner, Milo. With The Rock and Goldberg at the CTC. Oh, I, okay. That's I probably why I yeah. remember Goldberg. I didn't yeah, remember was, The Rock. Really? Said nobody ever except I just you I just and Jason remember. Malta. <laughs> <laughs> Literally the only two who would ever say, I remember Goldberg I just, over I The Rock. I remember
1: Goldberg in that photo, and I just thought how weird it was that Goldberg was at the CTC. Because <laughs> the, the Trips photo. Right. It's so like... Having those type of WWE guys there, was, sure. but Goldberg, I was like,
2: that's ah, weird. No, it was there. It was before, and I was going to tell the story another day, but it was before their Backlash match. Oh, okay. Um, and they sent The Rock and Goldberg in ahead of time to go over the match because The Rock wasn't feeling comfortable. And, uh, and so you,
1: you went in there and kind of showed them how to run the road Yeah, that's stuff. another story yeah.
2: for another day, and it involves, I, I want to try to get a guest, my old friend, Duke Stalton, who was there, who, the funny part is they're there for a pay-per-view beforehand, and obviously neither The Rock, because he's a megastar, and then Goldberg, because he's, well, Goldberg, neither of them want to bump. So Dukes had to basically be the bump dummy for them for three hours. She's Duke so Dukes ended up working like both sides of the match for three hours, taking every bump from both of them, from rock bottoms to jackhammers, you oh name it, God. in the old CTC steel rings. Oof. So yeah. Oof. But that, that's a story for another day. But when we come back, you know, we're going we're to go to break, and then we're, uh, we're all going to, you know, it's, it's going to be guy talk. Like I said, this is all based on a lot of our text groups.
1: <laughs> it's going to be well, guy talk. Get... get your mimosas ready. <laughs> you, <all.
2: laughs> you know, screw you. You can send it to break now. No, Slade's going to send it to break because he's an ass. <laughs> all right, so as
1: Jamie walks out of the room and gets his Bloody Marys all together, <laughs> when we come <laughs> back.
0: Spit up some water everywhere.
1: When we come back, it's going to be an assorted grab bag. We're going to talk sports and everything in between. You are listening to For the Pops on the NEI Pop Network.
0: My name is Jason Malton. I am Liam Strager, And I'm Bill Neville. And live every Wednesday night on NewAgeInsiders.com and the Mixler app, we're taking topics and thousands of fan perspectives and bringing them to your airwaves. And don't forget, we'll be live and taking your calls before and after every single WWE pay-per-view that we do not attend. But wait, there's more. You can also subscribe to our Patreon page by visiting Patreon.com and searching for New Age Insiders. And with plans starting at just $2 a month, there's an affordable option for everyone. Monday Rewards, Tuesday Rewards, Exclusive pay-per-view rewards, exclusive shows. Why wouldn't you become a Patreon? And we will see you Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. We out.
2: Are you looking for a way to spice up your life? Maybe add some fun and excitement to the bedroom? Then check out BigOBoutique.com for everything you're looking for. Whether you want to shop for pretty lingerie and pajamas, or are looking for sensual lotions and toys to try out, Big O Boutique has exactly what you need. And don't worry, our online store is easy to use and will help you find all the right tools for you and your partner. We carry a huge assortment of lingerie, lotions, and more, all shipped discreetly to your door. As a special offer for The Pops listeners, enter code Pops at checkout to save 10% on your order. That's P-O-P-S to save 10%. So go to BigOBoutique.com today. That's BigOBoutique.com.
1: here on For the Pops and the NEI Pop Network, and normally when you listen to the show, we talk about a whole lot of things, but I always mention that we talk about sports, and today, we are going to do just that. I'm here with my co-host of all time, Jamie J. Makowski, and we're joined by our rotating guest, Bill Neville, who is part of the New Age Insiders, one of the greatest PA announcers <laughs> to meet the New England area. <laughs> That's right. Get his autograph now, because mm-hmm. when he is the new PA for the Patriots, Red Sox, Revolution, Boston Celtics, and Bruins,
2: you're going to miss out. I actually have, like, my favorite PA announcer call is still from the old Boston Garden is when the PA announcer would say, Two minutes! Two minutes left in the quarter. Mm-hmm. I always still remember that from basketball. Growing up mm-hmm. the Celtics. Something a little. I cool. think
1: a good PA announcer is a make or break to... To start things, especially mm-hmm. like when you watch Space Jam, how great was that? Yeah, when the mouse just pumped his chest and started to introduce Michael Jordan.
2: Oh, you know, I know we're going to talk about our favorite sports movies, and you may have just you may have just added one for me. Let's yeah, see that. I love Space Jam.
1: <laughs> Those, I, I do. Man, I totally like how just real it is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, yay! <laughs> Welcome to episode 14 of For uh, the Pops and episode 6 amazing. of Shit on Jamie. I love when he, when we have Only these episodes. These are, yeah, some of them are, are tougher than so others. So there's
0: eight episodes where we don't shit on Jamie?
2: Yeah, you know, more or less. Those are the ones where I just, I just you know, wax prophetically about my pomposity. Mm. So it, it's a nice mix. So, but um, But, you know, all right, so we were talking about, we talked a little bit before the break about... Our different, you know, sports we like to see live, which ones we like to watch on TV, and I'm, I'm going to go to our guest, Bill Neville, first. So, Bill, if you were going to have to pick your top four athletes of all time, who would they be? Now, I I was wondering how you wanted to do this. You, so you want to pick
0: one for every sport, or just four in general? Sid, how
2: do you want to do it? How did you do yours? I just did four in general. Four in general. Okay, so we I can did, do four in general. I, I did one for every sport, but so can. did I. But they can
0: crisscross. It's okay. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, football, I mean, that's the A number one is Tom Brady. Tom
2: Brady. You and I, i we both have Tom Brady on our list. Slade, who do you have? Did you have any football players on your list? I did. I had Jerry Rice. I'd I'd give you you Jerry
0: Rice. That's fair. Jerry Rice.
2: What about, like, my four BCD that I had? I actually have Joe Montana on my list. Before Brady came along, Joe Montana was my all-time favorite. Uh NFL quarterback, hmm. and I will tell you that like one of my favorite pictures I took was I happened I went to the NFL Hall of Fame. No, that's not. A I helped
1: story. Joe Montana uh, deliver his baby, and yeah, uh, you know? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, but I when I went to the Hall of Fame, they at the time they had a cool case where it was Montana's jersey and Brady's jersey. Oh, nice side by side, and so I got a really cool picture of that. And then the next case over, Bill was uh, David Tyree's jersey helmet. In oh God, I hope you crop that out, please. So, uh, so, so, who else,
1: Slade? Who's on your list? So I have the guy that got me into baseball, which is Ken Griffey Jr., um, which also goes hand-in-hand oh, yeah. hand with another baseball player I have on my list, which is uh,
2: Pedro Martinez. Mm, yep. He's on. A, he's my baseball Pedro's guy. Pedro's on mine. Pedro's my all-time favorite mm-hmm. Red Sox. And did you see on YouTube that came out recently, they found a clip of it was like a catcher's point of view of Pedro throwing a fastball in his prime? No. It's amazing. You got to search for it. Like it was just in the last couple of months. Was this like one of those helmet cam things? Yeah, I don't know where they got it or how they got it, but it's a fairly new clip of Pedro throwing a fastball in his prime. Oh, that's and awesome. the whole thing was, it's like pay attention to how fast you have to react. That in order to hit his fastball, you had to start swinging, like during his delivery. Like you had to swing before the ball left his hand. It's amazing. But I used to love, I used to love those Red Sox days when, like, he would just take the mound and you knew, like, you could just see the other team walk in shut down and defeated because they weren't going to hit him that day. I love Pedro.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, Pedro is definitely my favorite guy of all time by far. Um, I had the the pleasure of meeting Pedro for the first time. Uh, One of my last things I did with the EI, we were doing the Red Sox winter weekend down at Foxwoods, and uh, Pedro came over to do an interview, and I met him for the first time, shook his hand, and he was super nice to me, and then he goes, hey, buddy, hang on one second, I got something for you. And he goes over to this bag, and he pulls out a Pedro Martinez bobblehead, whips out a silver Sharpie, and signs that's it for me. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's it very cool.
2: Unreal. It was so cool. That's a, that's second like only to the, what I used to hear, that uh, when Derek Jeter would have one-night stands, <laughs> yeah, and the girl would leave, he'd, he give them, bang he'd give them autographed.
1: <laughs> do you, you've, you've never heard this? I've heard this. I'm just trying to figure out how you took <laughs> an
2: innocent. Yeah, you know, because I, I think that's pretty cool. that yeah. I did not fondle his baseballs yes. in his bat. I, I, I'm just saying. So who's your basketball guy on your list? Uh, Paul Pierce. Not even close. Oh. You're right, he's not even close. To Larry Bird.
0: Are you serious? Yeah. I mean, Larry Bird stopped playing in 91 when I was 4, so I didn't really watch him. <laughs> but Paul Pierce if no, you I'm look sad. At, if you look at the stats, Paul Pierce is in the top 3 in just about everything.
2: Larry Bird is is if whether we were doing the the Boston rep, Mount Rushmore one from each sport or just overall top 4 athletes, Larry Bird's in my top 4. I mean, by default, I feel like I should
0: pick Larry Bird, but I never really watched but him But no, if you play. never saw him
2: play, So. You know, i I'm biased towards Paul Pierce. I still think if we if we ever had the conversation, we'd have, to have the argument of ba- best basketball teams of all time. Yeah. I would put the 86 Celtics up against anybody. Oh, for sure. I think there are certain things. I don't think anybody, I think Bird was uncoverable, and I think there was no matchup for Kevin McHale mm-hmm. in 1986. That's more than fair. Hmm. I right, see. I grew up in between
1: you two, so that's the problem. I was absorbed by the Jordan era. Unfortunately, like, I love growing Michael growing up, that was you didn't even really have an opportunity to like anybody else. It was, right. it was really tough. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately as I got older it kind of fell with like the Miami Heat and the Jamal wow. Mashburn, Alonzo Mornington, Tim oh, wow. Trio. So that was my that was my big 3 all through high school. So. See,
2: wow. I think though if you asked me the question in a different way and you might answer you might still answer Paul Pierce. But if you said to me I had to like just watch 2 hours of clips of a basketball player, I'd pick Michael Jordan over Larry Bird. Oh, Michael yeah. Jordan was yeah. unreal and he he would actually like, he's on my like, second tier. If you, like, forced me to pick guys that didn't play in Boston, yeah, Jordan but, was my favorite but, non, non-Saltic ever. Right. And, and what's crazy to me is, is like,
1: even growing up with uh, Jordan just being in the game, the reason why it would, he was even more popular is, is he just had that supporting cast that, like, mm-hmm. even if you weren't a basketball fan, right. like, on the outside looking in was still super interesting. The fact that he had somebody like Dennis Rodman. Yeah. My, like, my mom doesn't watch basketball. And she just remembers Dennis Rodman crying before the finals because of how much he claimed he got picked on. And she's just like, I feel for him so much.
2: <laughs> so, And your mother's an old Southern woman it's now. Just, she was, it's Herbert from, from Family yeah, Guy. a little Jewish in, in there. Sure, why a not? Jewish Southern woman from, from, on an animated show. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Even though
1: she's an Italian Roman Catholic. So figure that one out. So
2: who's left on your list, Bill? Uh, let's
0: see. You said Pedro. We said Pierce. Uh, my favorite hockey players. Um, Patrice Bergeron and Patrick Wah. Patrick Waugh. I love Patrick. Do you just Wah. like just
2: saying it, or do you actually I like I him was, too?
0: And I loved when the Avalanche started. I loved their jerseys. So then I fell in love with the team. And Patrick Waugh was the goalie there for forever after he after the uh, Nordiques went down. Um, but I, I love Patrick Waugh, But Patrice Bergeron is easily my favorite guy. See, I, I, I would if you said I had to pick a hockey guy,
2: I would have picked Ray Bork. Bork, uh,
0: Bork was close because, like I said. It, 2001, when Bork won the Cup, that was his last season. Yeah. I was 14. Okay. So I saw him play. I do remember vividly going to games and watching him play. But by the time he was past his prime,
2: I wasn't even 10 yet. Right. Okay. So That's fair. He's more from the era that I remember. Correct. Hmm. Yeah. No. And if, and if I was allowed to pick anybody, so I didn't have to pick a hockey player, Clemens would have been my, my fourth spot. Okay. I love Roger Clemens, too. Solid. Yeah. Yeah. Clemens and, and Pedro. You now the, You forget how little time he spent with the Red Sox. Yeah. Remember, yeah. It was
0: 86 to 96 yeah. before he got traded to Toronto. Right.
2: right. But uh, I remember because we used to have season tickets to the Red Sox back then, and the, the running joke between my dad and I, for all of his success, I never saw Roger Clemens win live. Really? Every time I would show up, he'd either lose or get a no decision. Like wow. I was waiting to get a letter from his camp. It's like, please stop coming to Roger's games. No. I used to love watching him. And now
0: that you mention that, too, one of the reasons why – I think Pedro Martinez is so beloved is for that very reason for somebody who didn't have season tickets and for people who would go to a couple of games a year. If you found out that you got lucky enough where Pedro was pitching in that game that you were going to, you were that much more excited yeah. about going to that game. So Pedro was just, just a game changer. When
2: That's always the best. And, and, again, we had season tickets for a few years, but we've never been, like, huge season ticket holders for anything around here. It was always good, especially in baseball. Like, when you'd get those random tickets mm-hmm. and then you'd see who the pitching matchup was, you'd, yep. get, somebody, you'd get somebody good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I remember like my worst ever was that one of my neighbors invited me, and he was actually from Argentina, oh. and he got tickets from his company. He's like, "I got I got tickets to the baseball game. Do you want to come with me?" Great, and it was it was a Sox Rays game. Dice K was on the mound, and who was the Rays pitcher who also took forever to throw a pitch? Shields, maybe? No, Shields isn't. No, who was it? I don't remember. Yeah. But the two of them were pitching against each other. It was like a four and a half hour game, oh. and Red Sox scored two in the first, and then both teams. Just did nothing for six straight innings. I wanted to kill myself. I'm Beas- like, this Beas- is peaceful. miserable, Sounds absolutely awesome. miserable. No, God, it was torture. Too bad it wasn't Scott Kazmir. <laughs> oh God, just, just. I, I wish I could remember who the who the pitch was, but it was. It took forever. That was probably like, one of the worst. Yeah, li- Shields is quick. That's why I got traded. He's just not good. You know, just- <laughs> that was probably one of the worst. Aside from golf tournaments that we talked about earlier, probably one of the worst live events I've ever been to. Have you ever been to an awesome like? awesome live event like what's your favorite sports movie? oh god i've been to so many it's
0: uh
2: (laughs) it sounds
1: like hey how many women you've been with oh Oh, i just so many many, i can't even feels like sandbags you know what i mean (laughs) i've I've been really
0: (laughs) i've been really really lucky over the years i've gotten to go to a lot of really cool events um I went to the the 3 and O four 4 AFC <laughs> Championship game at Sit, Foxborough. Sandbags awesome. got him. I'm sorry. Still <laughs> yeah, I don't know I said, Go ahead. Continue. Um, I, just, I made a list here because oh, you had the rundown. That's awesome. Um awesome. I went to the Bruins-Leafs comeback in 2013. Oh, no way. Game 7. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Everybody was, talk- heard, everybody was talking about that one the other night. I've never heard a building that loud in my life. That's
2: crazy. When they scored the tying goal, and then I thought I was going to die when they scored the overtime goal. Only place that might have been better to be there. Then then the garden that night would have been that plaza in Toronto. Oh god, to watch the entire pandas <laughs> <just> dead silence. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing.
0: Um, I was lucky enough to I was doing a, a Wei event at uh, what's the, the the bar that's at the end of Lansdowne Street. Not
2: uh, not the forest. Tequila Rain. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I was at Tequila Rain doing a pregame thing there, and then um, the Wei has a studio on Lansdowne Street. Uh, that's right in center field there, and I knew the producer that was working in there, so he opened up the window for me, and I went in and got to see them win the World Series in oh, 2013. Really? I was standing up on the the stairs in the oh, bleachers, that's awesome. so I got to sneak in for that. Didn't have to pay anything, and so I got to see that. Um, the 2011 Bruins banner raising was awesome. Um, Man, got to be in in the. I paid way more money than I should have for those tickets, but having been to 10 to 12 games a year before that and just putting so much money into this team and then having them win the cup was pretty cool. Oh, he's, uh, he's blowing my
2: list to hell. How yeah. you <laughs> say? Like, I got nothing to, com- to compete here.
0: And I would say probably the most emotional moment was, uh, I don't know if I've told you this, but I was down, I don't know if you're familiar with the Boylston Street area near the yeah. finish line. Yep. I was standing in front of the Walgreens when the oh, bombs went off. You're kidding me. Yeah. I never knew that. Mm-hmm. Should have reviewed his list but Bef- you should have
1: reviewed
2: his <laughs> lives. We don't we don't we don't do that before before we go cuz it's like look at this amazing <laughs> I know really yeah, this, this is like the concert show all over again, where it's like, It's like what have you been? Uh, the girl from America's got talent. I like her. That's, <laughs> so you were down there? Yeah, I was down oh there when God. the bombs went off.
0: Uh, it was utter madness. I was down there for EI. We were handing stuff out near the finish line. Holy and crap. And then uh, we had literally just left the area and were walking back. And I was talking to Mistress Carrie from WAF. Yeah, I, I remember her. She was. They were doing an event at Lear. And okay. so she had w- walked down to Walgreens to get a drink before yeah. we were heading out. And I was talking to her, and then the first one went off yep. when We were inside the Walgreens,
2: holy God,
0: and then we walked outside, we were like, What the hell was that? Was it like a gas explosion or something, And then the second one went off when we were outside the walgreens and this is this is not good, we gotta run, and so it was just. Utter chaos, like thousands of people running the other way up Boylston Street. And then all of a sudden you hear fire engines and ambulances and the police are ripping down the barricades for them to get through and no cell service in the area. So we, we walked from Boylston Street to Brighton to get back to the studio. Uh, because we couldn't get a hold of anybody to pick us up, right, or or anything like that, so we got back to the studio, and then I went on the air with. Then it was Mike Salk and Michael yeah. Holly, yeah. and they were interviewing me about it Holy. on the air. Yeah, pretty crazy. Wow. Mm-hmm. So then, get back to the what I was telling that story about was the, I went to the, the Bruins game where Renee sang that national anthem, where the whole crowd went was singing, and he went silent. So that was probably the most emotional. Event I've ever been to. <laughs> All
2: right, that's it for I, that's yeah. it for I got nothing for that list. Wow, that's yeah. amazing! I never mm-hmm. knew that. Yeah, I've known you for a few years. I never knew you were down there for mm-hmm. that.
0: I don't he talk about. Slade and I are
2: too- just staring at each. Slade's <laughs> glaring at me like, <laughs> "Why would you let him go?" For, I, I I don't know. I, I
0: don't I don't talk about it too much. It was uh, It was in a very interesting
2: time. Holy smokes! Yeah, I mean, I, we knew other people. Crockett Malone's were down there. Were they? Really? Yeah, they were. They were down there, and I, I, I've said to them to this day that I still believe their lives were saved because of our horrible eating habits. Because they left Fenway, they went to the game, <laughs> and they and they want no, and they wanted pizza, oh, so they, they stopped oh, oh, to I get thought... a, they stopped to get a couple of slices, and that's what kept them from walking straight down to the marathon. Oh my god! And being there, because I think the year before Crockett and I had gone to the game and then the marathon, and this was they went together that year, and yeah, but they like I said, I, I I've said to them a, a couple of slices of pizza saved their lives. That's crazy. That's crazy. I'm not doing my list now because that. No, you have to. no. I gotta, want to hear your well, list. you. Gotta, you need a buffer. You're Jamie Jamakowski. You're Blanco Mahalo. The... No, I was. This, I need to hear your list. I don't have a list. I was going to say I actually haven't been to a lot of like great live events. Really? No, like I, no. That surprises me. No, nothing ever happens when I'm there. Apparently, it is surprising. No, isn't it? it's yeah. honestly. I mean, there's... I, I mean, we, I think, flew, we flew above stadiums. Uh, well, no, there are those <laughs> stories that I'm... As I'm, games <laughs> are
1: going on, my dad would no, I mean, let me I've hang been, from the ladder on a helicopter.
2: <laughs> I've been to a Super Bowl, and, and if I tell that story, that's going to get me the rich girl stinger. Um, I was... I think, Bill, you might know this. I don't know if Slade knows this. But in the late 80s, I was actually a ball boy for the Celtics. No, so, I didn't know yeah, I, I, I that was actually... so. It was, yeah, I was a ball boy for the Celtics that's pretty in cool. 86, 87, and then all of 88. So I was there. That's why I'm a little bit... Biased, biased toward that team. That's cool. Though. But the the one I wrote down was I was there when Jordan scored his sixty three points. Oh, awesome! Uh, in the state, in the in the garden that night. Mm-hmm. And what nobody remembers about that game, the two things I remember from from being there that night were, um, the the refing was horrific that night. The only reason Jordan scored sixty three <clears> and the Bulls stayed in that game was the refs were terrible. And remember that was I think that was in eighty six. I think that was during their eighty six run, if I remember. And. What nobody knows is the cameras, they go to a TV timeout, and there was a woman. So picture, late 80s. April 86. All right, cool. So I was, I was right. So it's it's 80, April of 86, and there's a woman, typical, if I'm going to bet, she's from either Revere or Everett, right? Oh, God. In, in April of 86, you can now guess what she's wearing. How you doing, honey? Right? So she's no younger girl. Younger oh. woman. So, How but you she's doing, honey? Big, thank you. She's got the big 80s hair going. She's got Aquanet. There are fluorescent scrunchies in so her hair. So she's like full on Tiffany right up your alley. Oh yeah. <laughs> but now who was the and and NBA ref? I think his first name was Jake and Jake was 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 the ref. During the TV timeout, she stands up. She starts screaming because she's now behind the announcers. She starts letting him have it to the point where the whole stadium goes silent. You can hear every word she is saying to him, calling him every name in the book. They come back from timeouts. Now everybody starts to walk away. The place absolutely erupts for this woman for screaming, for screaming at the awesome. ref who was, who, was, who was effing the Celtics over that day. That's so cool. Yeah. That's so awesome. My favorite part of that day isn't Jordan. It's, it's that woman. It's, it's Tiffany from Everett. You know, <laughs> let, let, let Jake the ref have it.
0: That's fantastic. What else you got on your list?
2: That was the only one I had. Played. That's
0: it? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I only, I only put... That's two. shocking to I me. I only put two. So, wow, well, mine aren't really... Well, <laughs> you kind of killed so, us, Bill. So, because, because I'm such a Jerry Rice fan, the season that the Pats were going undefeated, the last game of the season, when Randy Moss was on the verge of breaking Jerry Rice's single-season yep. record, uh, I... Bought tickets, went down to Giants Stadium, which hands down was probably the worst experience of my life. That stadium was <laughs> terrible <laughs> because going into that stadium as an opposing person, let mm-hmm. alone being a being there to watch a New England Patriots and being considered a New England Patriots fan, it was. Like and we, we we didn't get good seats. We were all yep. the way up, yep. and so uh, like I'm not going to say it on this show, but like there was a father with a uh, had to have been eight year eight years old, and they're yelling these derogatory things <laughs> about what her his daughter's going to be doing once she gets older. Um, needless to say, they had tried this long Hail Mary play. They yep. had failed miserably, mm-hmm. and the they're just in our ears. I mean, like physically, like leaning over, oh just God. screaming at us. And then, as soon as they redid the play and he got the touchdown, he broke the record. Again, I'm not a Pats fan. Okay. Right. Let's just get that yep. out of the way. But at the same time, just because of like wrestling and absorbing those type of moments, I ran up and down three flights of <laughs> stairs
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: screaming at everybody I possibly could. That's cool.
0: Good
2: for you. That's which awesome.
1: rolls into the second event, which is um, this is a, like a, a Jamie story of Jamie. Went to baseball games with me. So uh, the place I used to work, um, my boss uh, worked for a diamond company that kind of funded, mo- uh, not funded, supplied most of the stores in the country. Okay. Um, huge Yankee fan family. They, so they rented out an entire suite at Yankee Stadium against the Minnesota Twins. And I, and I, being this huge Red Sox fan, they thought it would be a good gag to ask me if I'd want it to go. So my buddy Ray is a huge Reds, uh, Yankees fan. So is his dad. Right. So we all go. They're facing the Twins. It's the bottom of the uh, top of the ninth. And Mario Rivera comes out to close the game. And I'm like, OK. They play Inter-Sandman, all this stuff. Bases get loaded from, um, for Kubel from the Twins. Yeah. Yeah. And he jacks a grand <laughs> slam off Mariano Rivera. And all of a sudden, you only hear me screaming on the top of my lungs for the Minnesota Twins. Because there's no Twins fans in New York that day. Right. And the entire bus ride home was complete silence.
2: That's awesome. That's yeah. amazing. See, so, if, if I could pick any event I could have been at, believe it or not, I, with all the, the things that are out there, I probably still would have picked Game 7 of the ALCS in 04 in oh Yankee God, Stadium. Yeah. I would have loved to have been there. Yeah. you know, watching the them Cubs blow of them out. Or, you know, watching the despondent Yankees fans. That would have been that would have been Johnny times. Damon
0: hitting a grand slam yeah. and having six RBIs. That was amazing. Oh, you're talking about the
2: 7? Uh, if if game, game 7. Game 7? Yeah, Game yeah. 7 of, can, of the ALCS. Can we
1: roll into that next? Sure.
2: Top our three. favorite, our favorite sports moments of all time. Yes. All
1: right, good. Slade, so you get this one rolling. Fine, because I'm going to start with that. The 2004 Game Seven, um, and the reason why that's such, it's not even it's it's because of that night, but what also spawned from that night. So I was out at a bar, and at, at this point, like, uh, I think I'm what I'm right around 20 years old at this. So like, I haven't seen the bar scene too much. Sure. I had never seen so much stranger love in my life. It's amazing. Isn't it was it? the most uncomfortable thing. No. So, like when when they finally won, I'm looking around and this bar's packed like yeah. to the gills, and people are hugging. Oh yeah, they're high fiving. The bar owner comes out, free round of drinks for everybody. That's it's, awesome. There's just pure happiness. Everybody's holding hand in hand. That's exactly. Meanwhile, oh brother, Ray is at his house. Uh huh. Huge Yankee fan. Yeah. He wrote a three-page letter to the New York Yankees and Kevin Brown <laughs> about how much he sucks at life. Did he really? Yes. I wonder if
0: Kevin Brown ever saw it? Oh, that. that's
1: awesome. I hope he did. Yep, he wrote this giant letter to Kevin Brown about oh. how terrible he was and. He should just quit baseball and all this other stuff. That was stuff. actually
2: on my top three too, more so than them winning the World Series that year. Yeah, it's just crazy. Like nobody remembers. Nobody remembers any details from the Cardinal series, that right. year. Everybody remembers no, they they cleaned the house the Yankees. Yeah, that, that's all. It was, oh, that was awesome.
0: Winning winning that game four was almost like winning the World Series. I
2: never I never saw game four. Really? Of that yeah. Of that. I was so pissed after the nineteen to eight loss. Wh- what happened was that year. That was. Um, our daughter was born in 03, in July of '03. okay so slate as you're going through right now, this is when this is the year when you really don't do much except sit home and watch your toddler and your baby grow. Mm-hmm. So that season that that '04, I, I was watching a ton of games because I was just home and so I'd watch on TV that's awesome I was really and I was so pissed at them for going. They were the better team that year. Mm-hmm. Everything said they should have beaten the Yankees. when they went down three0. I was like, "F this, I'm not watching it." Especially after what happened with Boone the year before. Oh, yeah. Yep. I gave up. And then, obviously, the comeback happened with Dave Roberts still on second. And then all was good in Mm. in Jamie's life again. But, yeah, that was on my top three. What was was one of yours?
0: That's definitely my top three as well. Um, It kind of relates to Scotty's moment here. Um, Mine was uh, when the Bruins won the Cup in 2011. And I was watching the game at Greatest Bar. And we were on the third floor. Place was packed at, like, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. They weren't letting people in or out. Oh, wow. um, if you got out, you weren't coming back in. Uh, they they were very strict with that. They boarded up the windows, like, all sorts of stuff, expecting just utter chaos. Right. It was game seven. You could win the Stanley Cup. And um, when they scored and they went up 4 nothing, and they finally won, it was just... It was a moment unlike any other. It was just like Scotty said, with people hugging, high-fiving. I got lifted up over somebody's head. Um, drinks were flowing, shots for free. And was, was there just-
2: Titus O'Neil to, to lift you
0: up? <laughs> <laughs> right? And
2: Jinder Mahal must have been right. there just to, to get you up.
0: <laughs> it was just like somebody, like, Picked me up and like bear hugged me, and then my feet went up because somebody else grabbed my legs. Oh, that's
2: awesome! It was—it's the
0: weirdest thing. It's the—it's the, it's the anti mob mentality. Yeah,
1: but for joy, which means like they were gonna safely put him down on the ground. It right. was <laughs> just—it okay. was right. no. It was the weird. If anybody came in with any negativity, it was it, it's like the um, in Ghostbusters when they got uh, hit with the goo, and then suddenly <laughs> they're just
2: <laughs> they're just hugging each other. Yeah, <laughs> Jeez. Um, Ghostbusters two so, though. <laughs> yeah, Ghostbusters two. Sorry.
0: So we went outside afterwards. and and when the bar was closing and from the garden all the way to government center which is people in the street just high-fiving and hugging and there was a report that there was zero arrests that really it was just people just so overjoyed with what happened and and experiencing that in a crowd of diehard fans who went to the bar at three o'clock like i did um it was one of my favorite moments of all time you
2: uh kudos for you remembering that Starting at a bar at three in the afternoon. <laughs> we have to, you know who we have to have on one of these days? We got to get uh, Todd Sinclair on. He was actually in Vancouver. Was he really? For that game. Remember, all the riots broke out. Oh, that's right. He told us that at so, the game. Yeah, yeah, so I'm literally texting him. Oh, my God. While he's, and I don't want to ruin the story, but you got to picture he's at the game as a Bruins fan. They win it in Vancouver. Yep. Riots start. And here's Todd Fatpan Sinclair <laughs> alone trying to get to the speed. He streets, was alone? Alone. He, 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 bought, he one bought, bought one ticket, flew wow. out there, went to the game. That's unreal. And meanwhile, I'm his lifeline by cell phone, making sure he's not dead. <laughs> Jesus so Christ. So he, he's got to tell that story. That's insane. Yeah. Now, I think we hit mine. The only one I would add to the list, you know, I, I still remember the Patriots' first Super Bowl win. Yeah, that was, that really was awesome. That was one on my list, yeah. And then my big one, which, again, you guys were much too young to remember, was when the Celtics won in 86. That one I remembered similar to the stories you guys were talking about as a kid. Mm-hmm. It was just this unbridled joy. Yeah, you were like, it, what, 30, 35 at the time? <laughs> I hate you. I really do. <laughs> I wasn't even was a thought
0: for most of the Celtics run in the eighties.
2: Yeah, yes. I think we should, do, we should do one more. Then we'll, then we'll go to break. How's right. that? Sounds so good. So you you want. twenty one. We have a bunch of t- categories. All oh, right, geez. So pick your favorite one, Slade. All the pressure's on you
1: now. Uh, I don't really think there's much pressure because um, we I think we'd have to go best sport movies. The other two. The other like the other than I want to know what sport Jamie would want to play. Oh, golf.
0: Same here. See, like it. Because I look at P- golf as mo- good money. You bet. You get to play the best courses right. in the world in the tip-top conditions.
2: Yeah. And it's not like you're not getting hit, right? right? You know, I mean, it's, it's the least physically it's the least straining
0: physical. or chance yeah. to get injured right. in
2: sports. Because believe it or not, walking six miles to play golf is tough. Right. Yeah. But but still, you know, it's you know, you, you play four days, even if you don't do that. Well, you still will probably get fifty grand at the end of the four mm-hmm. days. I'd pick golf. Yeah. Even the last place guy who makes the cut yeah. makes like eight grand. And then, like, pick like the 23rd ranked golfer in the world. Have you ever seen his wife or girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> like, golfers have like these complete and total smokes as wives and girls. Like, Pauline Gretzky yeah, is with married your to wife, what's his but name? Justin Johnson. Yeah. What? The, who? Th- the question
1: was is, if you could be a pro in any sport, not could you take on a pro's life in any sport?
2: I would, then I would still pick golf. Yeah, okay. I would too. And my lovely wife Cheryl okay. would,
1: would be right, with just me. Just making sure.
0: <laughs> um,
2: <sighs>
0: yeah. Uh, lo- look at just Google, and this is terrible radio. But Google Jason Duffner. Yes. And look at the girl that he got oh, yeah. after yeah. his big. Yeah, and he's built like thing. me. Yes.
1: And if people can't see, Jamie's sitting here shirtless, and he looks like a million bucks. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that with like some of your asshat friends. <laughs> going shirtless you on a podcast. You
0: Julian out of this. I tried to watch that, and then I, I turned it on, and I saw <laughs> Julian sitting there shirtless, and I was just like, do Julie, I really want to watch this? was like f- watching
2: Free Willy. So anyway. <laughs> Bet- jump over a, an ocean wall. Mm,
1: so best sports movies. What's your, what's your favorite one? Name, it, it,
2: number one, I think it's so easy. It's Major League. Mm-hmm. There should be no discussion, no debate. What's everybody's number two? Slade, how can <laughs> you not pick? You're a baseball guy. I
0: like Major League Two better than Major League One. How can you? Oh,
1: and suddenly the gears start falling
2: <laughs> off. Go- is it Cooper Gooding Jr.? Instead of, didn't he replace um, Wesley Snipes in the second one? No. Who replaced Wesley Snipes? No one replaced Wesley Snipes. In the second one? Sure they did. Uh-huh. Yes. No, I think you're lying. Yes. Oh, no.
0: Maybe. Here we go. I don't know. Every, if every they pulp, did, they did such a good job, they, and they didn't notice
2: it. IMDB,
1: the Google machine has uh
0: I don't think so. Has
1: kicked in. Yeah, look up Major League
2: Two. And tell me who played. Uh, IMDb will be Willie
1: popping in in a second.
0: Oh, that does not look like. Oh, you're right. Uh, it was Omar Snipes.
2: Epps. Omar Epps. Sorry. Okay. Huh. Omar. Epps I, I didn't notice. Played Willie. Mays- I just like the storyline better
0: in, in Major League Two. Uh, when, the, when the chick was trying to sell the team and they kept taking off the pieces of her of her uh, stand up
2: outfit <laughs> yeah. every time they won a game. That was the Major League One. No, that was it wasn't. First. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. It was Major. That was the first Major League. honey. No, it wasn't. It really was. You're lying to me. That was the first Major League.
0: Am I just combining the movies? Is that
2: something from you, James? Something. Yeah, Major League One. No. That's all Major League. It's okay.
0: We all make mistakes. Yeah, but maybe. No, no, no. I'm looking at it right that, now. But,
1: but the better scene is in Major League, too. I love this British
0: shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, called I'm a sorry. winning streak. I'd
2: any of you, if, if you're a fan of the movie Major League, if the song Wild Thing comes on the radio, you know what you say? I hate this fucking song. <laughs> Every time it comes on to this day, yeah, I hate this fucking song. See, like I like Sandlot better than Major League. Sandlot was my number two. I wasn't sure if you were going to count it as a sports movie. Yeah, of course, it's definitely. I'm a sports just making movie. sure. Don't yeah. get snippy with me. No, it's no, the same no. movie.
1: But you said Major League is the best, and you're like, there's no debating. Correct. It. Major
2: League's better than Sandlot. No, absolutely not. There's no way. I'm not going to tell you. I, I it's I, I, a different, I, it's a different kind of movie, right. though. I get misty eyed during Sandlot too. But Major League's an adult comedy. Yeah, but it's a, it's a, it's a Sandlot's sport, like a sport movie.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. Sandlot's like a a reminisce on the good times when you used to play baseball with your buddies. Movie. Yeah.
2: They both count. It was yeah, that, took- that was my number two. So I'm not even arguing with you. I mean, Major League was one for me. Sandlot was two. Okay. And then I'm going to get. What was your number? What was yours?
0: Uh, D two Mighty Ducks. Dead silence. <laughs> <laughs> When they it's went to the junior Goodwill games. Wow. It's cool having a hockey fan here because you and I are like staring at each other like I know nothing. I'm like, I have a whole ball. list of all my favorite sports. Like, would I, I would have put in Little Giants. Uh, head all, of, oh, Little Giants is a good one. I didn't think of that
2: one. Yeah, I would have put Little Giants. I cried. Oh, Of course you did. Of the course scene, you cried. Scene, I'm
1: sorry for banging
2: the table. That, that's okay. But the, what scene the did scene you cry? i scene seen Little on? Giants when at the end he runs they, to his dad. They give you him the ball and, he, and, he, and, he, and he, goes, he goes, What do I do? Run! Run to him! Dad, done crying like a baby oh, every time. Goodness. Yep, every <laughs> time, every time. Why do you get angry with me because I get emotional? <laughs>
1: that's that, that's not even a scene to get emotional <gasps> over. How can you not? It's a feel g- no, 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 don't get me wrong. There's a difference between like it's a feel good moment and
2: <laughs> I didn't say sobbing. That one is misty eyed. I get misty eyed during Sandlot too when they're playing on the uh, the Fourth of July game.
0: Oh yeah, and yeah. it's
2: um, uh, Ray Charles, America the Beautiful, and the the fireworks. Yeah, the soundtrack know. to that movie is yeah. fantastic. Wendy, that, Wendy, that Green oh, yeah.
0: Onions song. Oh yeah. I love that song. Wendy
1: Peppercorn. I think I just have a preference for just kid sports movies. Sure. Not that I wrote it on the list, yeah. but then other ones that I liked growing up as a kid See, was like the Big about,
0: Green. What about Rookie of the Year?
1: Rookie of the Year was tremendous. That's, Do you that's Big in my Green? top five. I don't remember Big Green at all. Big Green was the uh, it was a soccer movie. It was it was Ham from um Sandlot. He was the oh, he really? was a goalie. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It was a soccer movie. And then um, Wow, my brain just what shut What did you just say? My brain just shut Oh, uh, Ladybugs. Oh, wow. Never, <laughs> never seen, seen that. Never oh seen Ladybugs. Oh, my gosh. I never saw Ladybugs. No. Rodney ladybugs. Dangerfield had to manage a girls' soccer team that stunk. <laughs> uh, so what does he do? <laughs> he gets his nephew to dress up as a girl <laughs> to play oh, so that God. they can win.
0: Imagine if that came out today. <laughs>
1: It's literally amazing. And he falls in love with a girl on the team, so he has to try to play. Wait, a-
2: the player or Roddy Deidreel? No. Right. no. Okay. <laughs> pronouns, pal. Sorry. And the player falls in
1: love with uh, a girl on the team, so he has to try to play like a uh, Mrs. Doubtfire scenario. Wow, you never seen Ladybugs? All right. Uh,
2: we're, got, we're all going to rent Ladybugs yeah, now. I think we need to wrench, watch that. So We're going to go to Blockbuster and get Ooh. the VHS. Wow, you're really
0: dating yourself. Wow. What wow. are the, what are
2: the, <laughs> the wow. my, my third one, right, You added Space Jam to, to my list, yeah, but, uh, but my third one right, I don't want to get parried is I love the replacements. Uh, that's on mine too. Is it? Yep. With Keanu Reeves, mm-hmm. the replacement <laughs> football players. I love that movie. That was awesome. The, uh, when I first, way at the beginning of, of Chaotic, when I had to come on board because we fired an owner, which don't ask how we did that, but we got rid of an owner. And I, that was when I first had to take over. Um, and I'd take over the booking for a little while. Uh, the running joke between me, Fat Pants, and our friend Mucko was they used to call me Shane Falco because we all knew I was just a replacement coming in to run the booking for a little while before I turned it over to somebody much more talented.
0: That's awesome. Did you guys? Did you guys make full lists, or Did you kind of rank them? Because I just have a list of movies. I I have
1: like I've I have a few more. So like I asked Jamie that because when I saw that thing I was uh, like that title I was like huh best sports movies. I'm like we doing like a whole ranking system. Yeah. So
0: just kind of a conversation. Yeah. 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 Well, what else do you have on your list? Um, I've got I'll go down my list. It's D two Mighty Ducks, Major League one and two, Rookie of the Year, Sandlot, Replacements, uh, Waterboy, uh, Angels in the Outfield. uh, Grabbed that one didn't you? When no, he finally adopted the other kid. you were just No, like, no, that one doesn't get to me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, Miracle, Caddyshack, Happy Gilmore, Remember remember the Titans, Dodgeball, and Basketball. Oh, ah,
2: yeah, there you go. Tin Cup wasn't on your list? No. Have I you, see, I like have ten, have ten you seen ball. Basketball? What makes you think I would see a movie like Basketball? Oh, you sh- totally should see Basketball. That's my, that's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Is Yasmin Victoria Silstead, Playmate of the Year. Is Yasmin Bleeth in that? Yes. I love it. Want to go back to life. my
1: place and lie down some carpet? <laughs>
2: Slade, what was on yours? You, you, no, no, so
1: I only, I only went three, and I had already gone we go, went through go. that. But it's funny that he brought up Basketball. Basketball is very, very underrated. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, definitely an adult comedy. It's not something that you show kids. The guy, it's the, the guy. guys from South Park, Yeah.
2: Uh, All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to watch Basketball. Please, please do. And uh, Ladybugs.
1: I'm going to show you the Ladybugs trailer, and we'll show you the bas- uh, Basketball trailer um, in between breaks. Okay, cool. Um, and, and also, if you, if you enjoy Basketball... This is not sports related, but yeah. check out their other movie, Orgasmo. That is good. Which too. is, uh, which is a, a decent. Well, he's like um, he's a Mormon that tries to go to the big city and ends up in the porn industry, and he has to be a porn star. It's a really funny movie. Um, it's right up your alley.
2: Wow. All right, I'm writing these down. I don't know about Orgasmo. I'm going to start with... Definitely uh, watch baseball. I'm going to watch baseball first, then I'm going to watch Ladybugs. How's that?
1: Any sports movies we didn't touch on? No, I think we got all mine. What, what was I'd... a sports movie that the kid was the manager of the Twins? I was going to ask that, because I was
2: confused. Rookie of the Year. Rookie Any of the that Year was the broken was arm. The broken and he could throw the... Uh, Henry Rosenberger. What was what was that? Because I was thinking of that one, the, too. I um, can't remember
1: the name of it. Not saying that it was a, a movie that would even make our list, but... Uh, no, but there
2: was like that, there was that whole, that was that whole. Little Angels, Big League. Little, Little Big, Big League. League. There it is. Because that was that whole, it was like Little Big League, the one we talked, Rookie of the Year, and Angels in the Outfield all kind of got lumped together. Like I start to, like, which one was Tony Danza? He was in. That was Angels in the Outfield. Angels the Outfield, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And did, then, you name,
1: did you also name the um, that other movie, I think Disney came out with it, like the the aging guy uh, that tries to give it another go. With the Rookie. The Rookie. Yes. I, don't, I, I think I ever saw that in, that in that movie. movie. It was it was a decent movie. It was a weird buildup, like but you know was it was Dennis go, Quaid. I think yeah, it was you Can't, yeah. go, can't go wrong. Did what, you say a, the longest yard? Did I did you know, yes. Too? Okay, that's good.
2: Which one original? I've or never seen Goldberg. the original one.
1: Original one was solid.
2: Yeah, I've only there was, seen I've only seen the newer one. There's way too many Sandler. wrestling
1: cameos in the newer yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, than, yeah. Like, Nash I'm, and Austin and Goldberg. I'm, yeah, I'm just and uh and Gray
0: Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right.
2: I forget he's a wrestler. <laughs> but I think it's funny because we're in a younger room. Like if if I went to some of my friends, Hoosiers would have come up on this list. Okay, a lot of people like Hoosiers. Okay. I'm surprised get, Rudy wasn't on either. Rudy, one of uh, Rudy's. A good, oh, let's not bring up Rudy. A, I don't cry? love
0: that movie. How do you
2: not cry during Rudy? <laughs> <laughs> when Rudy, 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 how do you Rudy. not cry for that? I don't. I just, you are heartless. Yeah, <laughs> you are well. You know what? The good news is, is after the break, I get my chance to be heartless to Scotty Slade, um, and we will probably bring him to tears. As we do our weekly For the Pops pop the quiz. Bill, you're going to compete head-to-head against Scotty Slade, who has questioned Ooh. your win on our website Okay, um, since, since we put it up there. So uh, this is Bill's chance to, to show that he does know more about pop culture than Scotty Slade in what I think is going to be one of the easiest For the Pops pop quizzes when we come back right here on For the Pops on the NAI Pop Network. You know the New Age
0: size Wrestling Show is the premier place for wrestling fans to connect, discuss, and to be heard. But what if we told you that there's also a show for fans of all kinds to do the same? That show is Late Night Liam. Show hosted by myself, Liam Stryker. And me, Bill Neville. Join us immediately following any iPod every Wednesday as we dive into pop culture, sports, current events, and more. Can't listen live? No worries. Late Night Liam can be downloaded on demand exclusively on the NAI Network channel available on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic and all podcast platforms Once again, join Late Night Liam live every Wednesday following NAI Pod, when you and fans of all kinds can connect, discuss and be heard
2: This is Jamie from the For The Pops podcast. You know, on our show, you hear me talk all the time about Undercoverware, chaotic wrestling, and a lot of the other companies I've started or worked for. Over the course of my 20 plus year career, I've helped dozens of businesses and literally thousands of individuals reach their personal and financial dreams. And you know what? Now I want to help you. If you have a small business, a family-owned company, or maybe just a great business idea, reach out to me. Maybe you're looking for a job and need some help with your search or rewriting your resume. Just let me know. Who knows? Maybe you're a pro wrestler or a pro wrestling promoter who needs some tips on growing your role in the industry. Well, I can help check out our website. It's Ohana e.com. That's O H A N A N E.com. Or just go to for and follow the link at the top of the page. My company Ohana enterprises. We offer everything from individual coaching, to marketing packages, to website design, and even more. Our only goal is to give small businesses and individuals the boost you need to succeed. So check us out at ohanane.com and let us help you make your dreams a reality. Back on For the Pops right here on the NAI Pop Network as we have our guest this week. We have Bill Neville from Hello. The New Age Signers, and we've got my co host, as always. We've got Scotty Slade. And Scotty Slade, it is now time for my favorite part of the show. This must be. Scotty Slade, you're doing like your, your, your meditation. You're getting ready. Actually, I'll wait till afterwards. I should for, have had that what? prepped. You I was just going to
1: bring up the. The, the what? The chart of how many wins, okay, people have before the pops, so that I could show you mathematically that there's no way that he
2: has a win.
0: Well, he, we can look at it afterwards, and then just write me down as two and zero.
2: That's right. Not so we can take we can take a win away from you, and we'll give it to Bill. So here we go with our for the pops pop quiz. As you know, every on every one of our episodes, what I do is I put together five questions from current pop culture. I pull them right from pop culture news because we are a pop culture show where we're going to span movies, TV, sports, or a little bit of everything. And Scotty Slade and Bill Neville, you're going to face off. Ooh.
1: Mm-mm-mm. Yes.
2: Now, every week, our first question. I always go to my 14-year-old daughter, Nikki Jamikowski. You can find her on Twitter at, at Nikki Josephine. That's N-I-C-C-I-E. Yep, we spelled it weird. Uh, <laughs> and you Just look it up. Go to ForThePops.com. We have the link right on there if you want to follow her on Twitter. So you're but, that dad who...
0: When she goes to Disney World or any of those places, you can never find anything with her name on it.
2: Oh, yeah. No, never. Nope. (laughs) Nope. And my problem was I can never find anything with my name on it that wasn't for a girl. Accurate. Yeah, (laughs) because Jamie is a girl's name. Let's face facts. So what I do is I go to Nikki and I get a a current slang term, something the teens are using right now. Um, to you know, help you sound cool and hip. Mm. Uh, I think Slade learned his favorite one a few weeks ago. It was Hundo P. Uh, Hundo P. If, if rivals Gucci. If oh, Gucci okay. and rival. So in, which in, I use in the office all the time. I'm so glad. So here we go. This week's pop culture, excuse me, teen slang term from Nikki Jamakowski is a bop. The term is a bop. <laughs> what
0: the hell is this? Oh, uh, God. I'm the term is it. a bop. It's well, how is, it, is it like A space B-O-P.
2: It's a bop. I don't get that much into detail, Bill. I go to her everywhere. Well, is, like, is it
0: one word or is it like
1: it's
2: a, bop. Is it like a verb? It's a noun. Okay. I'll give you it's a noun. Gotcha.
1: Oh, that's, a bop. That's the first time you've given I've a ever given description. have never given a clue. Yeah. I
2: shouldn't have. I know. I'm, well, you know what? I'm getting frustrated. I, I get frustrated when we go to like question when, five when and it's zero, s- zero every time. Yeah,
0: cause, cause, but that word, I mean, it's Because when you say a bop, I think just like a bop on the head. But if don't, it was... don't
2: discuss out loud because Slate will steal your answer. So just think okay. quietly. All right. I will not Write down steal down your answers. answers. I do not Write steal down your answers. Answer. Not stealing anything. A bop. And Sky Slate is very happy today about our seating arrangement because I'm kind of isolated over my own corner. A bop. So there's no chance. A bop. A bop. It's a bop. A bop. A bop. A bop. A bop. Okay, we need your answers, bop. gentlemen, because we don't have all day. And Bill, we've uh, we've submitted an invoice to the uh, NEI network. Okay, Um, we're trying to get some budget for the uh, cool match game things. So when you're done, we can slide your answers in. The little lights will go on. Oh, nice! And uh, you know, you guys can be Charles Nelson Riley and Brett Uh Summers. Are you write down an answer, Slade? (laughs) What a reference! Okay, (laughs) all right. We're going to start with our guests as always. Bill, what does a bop mean? With the times, with the times, Slade, what does it mean? I I just wrote a good party. No, a bop is it's a cool song. It's a song I oh, really like <laughs> to dance to. <laughs> well, it's a bop.
0: It's yeah. good.
1: I should have just went. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I knew that, wasn't so that one. So bop. All right. So as Sometimes always. Sometimes they're so easy. Like
0: Hundo yeah. P, right?
2: Yeah. That's 100%. It's
0: okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wouldn't even have got
2: that one. Here we go. So question number two. I bum, bum, bum. It I was remember a, kids say those things. That's, that's what really screws me up. It was announced this week that Sadie Stanley, who recently appeared on Nickelodeon's Game Shakers, and Sean Jambrone, who plays Adam on ABC's The Goldbergs, they're going to be playing the main characters in what Disney Channel live-action reboot of a popular cartoon. So, these two kids, uh, Sean Jambrone and Sadie Stanley, uh, they're going to be the live-action characters, they're going to be the two leads on a Disney Channel reboot of a popular Disney cartoon. And you need to give me the name of the cartoon. The blank stares on this part of the quiz always amaze me. Hell. See, I I'm,
0: I'm a Disney nut, but I don't watch any Disney channel. It's okay. I
2: I Slade I am I'm, I'm through that stage. Slade isn't at that stage yet. There was a time there was like a 5 year period. And, I'm trying uh, to
1: think of like a Disney cartoon that when Malone and I were here. Is that what it is? A cartoon they're remaking?
2: Do you pay attention when I ask the questions? No, because as soon the main as, you, as characters, you start naming celebrities, my, my brain goes,
1: what?
2: <laughs> we'll be playing the main characters in what Disney Channel live action reboot of a popular cartoon. Huh. Disney cartoon that's popular. Man, yeah. I know when Brian and I, were when Malone was here, we talked a lot about how there are these different phases of, of Disney Channel. You'll go through from the ones for the younger kids, then... You know, we got to like the Wizards of Waverly Place ones, the the live actions and the movies. I I know plenty of Disney Channel live action stuff, but
0: I can't think of cartoons. We're fortunately out of that. How far back
2: do you go? Oh, God. I'm thinking pretty far back. We're fortunately out of that range now. It's got to be something newer. Okay. We need some answers, gentlemen. Uh, All right. Bill has written down his answer. Scotty Slade is just staring blankly at the walls of of the FTP studio. Right here in North Andover, Massachusetts. Mm. Cheap pop. Mm. All right, Slade, we need an answer. Write down an answer <laughs> of any Disney Channel cartoon.
1: Any Disney Channel cartoon. Any Disney
2: Channel cartoon. Okay. Just write one down. Have you guys been to Disney? You've been in the gift shops. You should know this stuff. Yeah, but they're... I'm not giving you... Just write down an answer. Okay, okay, okay. I'm spelling it wrong. All right. That's okay. And Slade, you get to go first this time. But one first last time. would no, you write down? No, Pocahontas. That's Pocahontas. A movie, but maybe they made a TV show. No, they didn't. Phineas and Ferb. That was a good guess. It's actually Kim Possible. Ah. Sh- yep. They're remaking Disney. Kim Possible, which ironically, um, if you go to Epcot. I thought that was Cartoon Network. Uh, it's the Phineas and Ferb Perry Chase mm. actually replaced the Kim Possible oh, um, wow. thing they, attraction they used to have yeah, Interesting. I thought that Christy was Christy Romano Network. was the voice of. Nope. Uh, Kim Possible. I, what it, was that? It, it, Christy Romano was... There's, there's actually a really cool video where they show Christy Romano and the kid who played her sidekick yeah, trying to audition for the live-action thing, mm-hmm. and that's how they announced these two kids. So
0: Interesting. For those of you who don't know Christy Carlson Romano, she was the girl from Eben Stevens. Ren.
2: Wow, oh, see? Look at this. Somebody's up to speed on pop culture, even though he hasn't gotten one right. As we hit question <laughs> three, with a score a scintillating 0-0 between Scotty Slade and Bill Neville. Okay. Here we go. This is an easy one for you guys. What music megastar effectively hid her pregnancy from the press and the public for nearly eight months before surprisingly revealing it recently on Saturday Night Live of all places. So this music megastar. See, Jamie just gets really super
1: annoying when he goes. This is going to be the easiest. I, how do you guys not know this? Do you like, you,
2: dude? You're on a pop culture podcast. You're the co-host of. Do I not... specifically don't research any pop Why? culture? I don't you don't you don't have to research? Like, you just watch anything? I don't watch it.
1: Who watches Saturday Night Live? It's been I, dog Bill, shit for years. I
0: do, and it
2: hasn't been memorable lately.
1: It sucks. Oh, yeah. Great pop culture. Why don't you watch one of the worst shows that they've got on that station? Bill,
2: to be fair, we've had a conversation Yes, that you, Jason, and I are, I think, the th- only three people left who actively watch Saturday Night Live every week. Yes. Yes. So Bill should nail this. I should, should nail this. And I'm really, I thought he would have been like, oh, you well, Can you, can you say that question one more time? Sure. What music megastar yeah. effectively hid her pregnancy from the press and the public for nearly eight months before surprisingly revealing it on SNL of all places? Yeah, she she basically did like every appearance she made, every photo shoot she did. Like she'd steal from the old sitcoms, where she'd either be holding something or she'd she'd wear funky clothes. This is a pop star, you said. Yeah, what yeah. music megastar? Maybe music megastar. Yeah. Uh, oh boy. So now, so now, so just uh, crossing nope, stuff up. Nope,
0: I'm going with my gut. Going with my gut. You're going with your gut.
2: I'm not sure.
1: Uh, my gut says two answers, so I'm going to be mad. I'll just right. hopefully it's neither.
2: All right, Bill, you go first. Rihanna.
1: Rihanna. I said Gwen Stefani.
2: Gwen Stefani. Uh, those are both incorrect. Who's your other answer? Uh, it
1: was, I don't know how her name, the Adelaide, of something. But Adele? Adele, yeah, that too.
2: It was Cardi B. Okay,
1: Okay. <laughs> Car- right, then I wasn't going okay. You guys
2: both scoffed. Uh, Slade threw the card at me. <laughs> <laughs> it was Cardi i B. B. Yeah. Okay. I've was, heard the name, but I couldn't tell you one nope, song she sang. No, nope, absolutely. And then what she did was during her, uh, her second performance on SNL, they were in really tight on her, uh, the camera, and then they pulled out, and she was wearing a skin-tight... White dress and you saw the big oh, baby bump it's and the that's Cardi how she baby that's how she uh all right as we head into question four, thank God we built a tiebreaker into these yeah, ladies. right but as we head into question four, score remains zero zero the question is what actor while being interviewed on the red carpet for Avengers Infinity war, admitted that despite being in Marvel Universe movies? They have never actually seen any of the Avengers team up movies. So, this actor, who's in, is a character in the Marvel Universe movies, admitted that they have never actually seen any of the Avengers movies. I don't know, but I'm gonna. Again, I pull this right from the headlines, guys. I thought for sure on that last question, Scotty Slade would have gone to the default music answer and said Beyonce. Uh, it, that was going my always, always a good one. I was going to go Beyonce. When I, when but um, I, when I, whenever I use the phrase music megastar, if you don't know, go with Beyonce. Chance starts. you're probably going to be in the ballpark of being right. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Slade, I think you go first on this one. I said Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Dave Bautista. Dave Bautista. Thank goodness we have a tiebreaker because we are 0-0. Zero, zero. It's Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> Okay. Gwyneth Paltrow says There's, she's never seen Who is she in the There's no universe. way that Dave Bautista didn't because I can't picture him not watching his
0: own shit. That's uh <laughs> right. Well, if you watch if you watch his Guardians of the Galaxy, that's that makes sense, but yeah. that's not a team-up movie. Well, it's like a team You said one of the Marvel team-up movies, the Avenger movies, right? right.
2: Regardless, oh, that sort of thing. I just meant like okay, that's fine. Regardless, you neither of you were even close. All right, no, not even close. So, we're gonna go to the tiebreaker since we're tied at zero zero. You know, we had today was our our sports themed episode, Mm -hmm. Um, which is ask
1: zero sports questions so far.
2: Because, again, Slade, you think by being here every week with me, you'd know there's always a TV question, a music question, a movie question, uh, do you know that do you know that I even even um. Looked into
1: like what uh, overseas royalty couple named their baby. And
2: um, I, I almost went with that one. I was, um, I was gonna ask you what they named the, the baby. Wa-
1: then the, the music star that got released from prison that went to the Sixers game oh, and yeah, made oh, yeah. sure I knew that yeah, one too. Yeah, so like I <laughs> had stuff ready, and you go left field. What was the baby's name? It was like Throne or something. No, it's it's Louis. Yeah, the baby's name is Louis.
0: Oh, I thought it was like even the new or Disney something.
1: movie that was gonna have like the Asian spin that they just uh, named that there was in production. I don't know about that
0: one. Yeah.
2: Thanks. You know, <laughs> when, when we decide our next episode, every now and again, Slade likes to be, oh, you do the next quiz, and you can quiz me. Because I, I don't think I've won one yet. Maybe I won one. I don't remember. I'll have to look at pops.com <laughs> if you want to see who's – so today it was a sports-themed show. Okay? So what we're going to do is we're going to go back and forth, Bill. Okay? I'm going to give you a category. You can name anybody in the category. It's going to be the top 25-something. We'll go back and forth. Um, you don't have to go in order. If your answer is on the list, you get a point. If your answer is not on the list, doesn't matter. You don't get a point, but we'll just continue until either we have a clear winner, we run out of answers, or I get colossally bored. It's <laughs> yeah. usually the third one. Gotcha. So this one is: we're going to go the top twenty-five highest-paid athletes in twenty seventeen. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, I, <laughs> all time, I'm writing numbers down. Nope. In any sport? It's in any sport. It is international. That's a little bit of a clue. Okay. And it includes salary and endorsements. So this is from Forbes. Every year Forbes comes out with their list of top 50 highest paid athletes. and It includes both. I'm going to suck at this. All right. So uh, Bill is our guest. You always get to pick. Do you go first or second? Uh, I'll go second. All right. Slade. LeBron James. LeBron James, number two at $86.2 million. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. That is number one with $93 million. What does he million? do? dollars. <laughs> He's a soccer player. <laughs>
1: That's I don't know. He's a soccer
2: player. <laughs> ah,
1: geez. Clayton Kershaw.
0: Clayton think. Kershaw, not on the list. Yeah, I didn't think he'd be on the list. David Price.
1: <laughs> There's <laughs> no way. Not if Clayton Kershaw is not a David them.
2: Price, not on the list. Oh, really? At 30 million? Remember, this is this is salary and endorsements. Oh, right, right, right. Right. Slayton? That's good. We got one and two out of the way, Bill. <laughs> <laughs>
1: At least we, at least we hit the The top top top. three. Uh, Wow. Okay.
2: Twenty three left. So many answers still on the list. So many answers. Yeah. Slade, we need an answer. I'm gonna say uh, Mike Trout. Not on the list. Mike Trout is not on the list. Lionel Messi. Lionel Messi, number three on the list. Is that a soccer player? It's also a soccer player.
1: Okay. Well, we're going to see how this is going pretty quick.
0: Bill <laughs> It's the revolution. The, the money in European Two soccer is, is silly. It uh, is silly. Scotty Slade. Uh, I only know baseball.
2: Uh, there are lots of sports.
1: Yeah, but not enough that I know big-time money guys. Uh Tom Brady.
2: Tom Brady's not on the list. Tom Brady's not even the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, but when you said
1: endorsements, I assume... And he doesn't
2: do a lot of endorsements.
1: He did that terrible terrible commercial he did where
2: he showed the... If if you included your wife's income, he would probably (laughs) top the list. All right. All right. Bill. Uh, I don't don't know if he's still even even playing, but David Beckham? David Beckham is not on the list. So (laughs) this is your chance. Bill leads two to one. Uh, You have 22 answers left. Yep, I know. I know, I know, I know. We 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 still have sports on here that we talked about today. Yep, I'm sure we do. Very. I mean, we're talking some household names still on the list. I'm sure there is one or two I've really never heard of. Are these all active players? I think so. Yes. Yeah. I think they're all. Yes, they're all active players. Okay. All right. Well, when you say endorsement deals, I can no. ask that question. No, they're all they're all active. Oh, my goodness. So can you name any athlete right now?
1: Yeah, I can, but I know that all of a sudden, like that guy gets paid more. I don't see him
0: on TV enough.
2: Can't hurt to guess at this point. Cause cause guys who were, if
0: guys who are making $30 million a year aren't on the list, I'm that's what's just freaking bugling. me out.
2: Because Clayton
1: Kershaw is the best uh, pitcher in baseball. Yeah. Just cashed in. Um, Jose Altuve. Not on the list. Hmm. I'm going to keep swinging and
2: missing. Bill Neville. With a two to one lead on my co-host Scotty Slate in the For the Pops pop quiz, hmm, I'm gonna do a super cut of all the Sky Slate wrong a answers. And you got me. <laughs> yeah.
0: I can't think of it anymore. Um, okay, Bill, we need an
2: answer. Uh, Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods, number 17 on the list, worth 37.1 million dollars. Mike, Stan. Mike Stanton? Mike Stanton. Not on the
1: list. I think your list is bullshit.
2: You, go to <laughs> Forbes, you can go to Forbes.
1: If, if you're saying that Tiger Woods is on the list for 37,
2: I'm tell you right now, I think uh, he, he won 107 thousand dollars in winnings last year. <laughs> 37 million in endorsements. It's insane, and it was like quadruple that until the whole scandal. Um, and remember, it's, like, it's not what somebody's signed for a contract. So if if, if if a baseball player signed a thirty million dollar contract over six years, that's only five million a year.
1: Yeah, I can. Thanks, thanks. How math works? <laughs> Just tell. <laughs>
2: hey, Mike Stanton did yeah, not know, make five million a year. You know how else math works? Bill has two more points than you do. Oh, he has God. three. You have one. Good wow. one. But be two and zero. Oh. Um, let's see here. I'm going to stick with the golf and go uh, Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth, number 21, with $34.5 million. I think I may have to officially concede. Take another guess. I got I nothing. I like embarrassing you. Nope, I got nothing. You got nothing? Do you concede? I, I concede. Scotty <laughs> has tapped out. Congratulations to Bill Neville. Yes. Who is our winner? Is
0: Rory on that list?
2: Uh, yeah, Rory was number six. Uh, he was tied at number six. Also on the list, uh, Roger Federer. Oh, yeah. Kevin Durant. Andrew Luck. Stephen Curry. James Harden, Lewis Hamilton, Drew Brees, Phil Mickelson, Russell Westbrook, Sebastian Vettel. Is Nadal on that list? Um, No. Conor McGregor, I thought. Oh, yeah. Gareth Bale. Okay. Usain Bolt. Bolt, Derek Rose, Fernando Alonso, Dwayne Wade, and somebody named Neymar. It's Neymar. Neymar. He's a soccer player. And Novak Djokovic. Djokovic. Djokovic from tennis. Sweet. So Slade... Officially, there can be no debate anymore. <laughs> uh, no, yes, baby. now Bill has one win. 2-0, He is now two and He's now 2-0. He's not 2-0. He, he clearly won today. And as always, Bill, I don't know if you've heard, but we do have a guest now. I need you to, I need you to pick uh, one of two things for me. Okay. Uh, you can pick either wrestling or lingerie. <laughs> Just pick one okay. of the two. Uh, lingerie. Perfect lingerie. You're going to get one of the brand new exclusive Jamie Jamikowski 8x10s. Nice. Uh, I'm going to autograph that for you. If I picked wrestling, was I going to get the Sandow one? Yep, okay, you, we already have that. <laughs> Thanks for being. Wish it was a camera I could show this. To. Great guest. Oh, he'll take your photo. Don't you worry about yep. it. Yep, at the end you get to pose with it. So there you go, Bill. There's your autographed eight x ten of Jamie J McCuskey with Fantastic. two. With I think that's Lauren and Gosha, two of our lingerie models from Undercoverwear. So again, we want to thank you for being with us today. I, as always, want to thank my co-host Scotty Slade. This has been another episode of For the Pops right here on the NAI Pop Network.